Hello everybody. You know, today we're working on video number 12. It's, it's an awesome day to be with you. But I gotta ask you a question today. Are you feeling encouraged? Are you finding your hope? Are you feeling love? Because if you are, that means that God is calling you today. He wants you to call and accept His call. He's calling you to accept this call today. He wants to know that you are part of His children. He wants to feel you. He wants to see you. He wants to hear from you. So today in Isaiah 55, 1-8, God's doing something for us today. He says, come. If you don't want to be hungry or thirsty no more, come. Let God's ways be your ways and let His words be your words. God's calling us today. Up to video 12 today, we're going to be discussing about how our faith can be as small as a mustard seed. And that's the key, is that you can have any kind of faith level you want. Your faith can be here, here, here. All God expects from us is to have some kind of faith. And when you have some kind of faith, hold on to it. Don't let this world take it from you. Don't let Satan discourage you as he's in your left ear telling you God's not listening. Make sure that you grab onto everything and keep going forward. Walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Today, before we get into our scriptures for today, I want to go over the scriptures that you should be learning for the week. Now, there's a, these scriptures are number 12 video for today, even this new one that we have right here. But Philippians 4.13 should be making you understand that you can conquer all things through Christ who strengthens you. And that you need to love others as you love yourself in Luke 10.27. Matthew 11.28-30 says that whatever issues that we have, whatever burdens we're carrying, lay them at Jesus' feet so that your shoulders are lighter so you don't feel hunched over. Ecclesiastes 9, 7-12 keeps telling us we have second chances. And we need to take that second chance. And God wants us to know that, and here's the beautiful part with the, old, with the New Testament, is that we can have a second chance after a second chance after a second chance. All God wants us to do is keep putting Him first. Hebrews, uh, Matthew 7, 7 to 12, talks about how we need to keep asking God. Asking you shall receive. Keep seeking God. Seek Him and you find. And knock and the door will be open to you. God's ready to open His door and let you in. Matthew 21, verses 1 to 10. Jesus came to this earth to be with us in the flesh, to bleed the same, to teach us, to heal us, to help us understand that we are all equal. Matthew 27, 31-44, that is when Jesus went to the cross to take our sickness, our pain, our disease, our shortcomings, and our character defects. He gave us life after death. Matthew 28, 16-20, that's when Jesus baptized us with the Holy Spirit and said, go out and baptize everyone in the world in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And he told us, always make sure that we continue to love unconditionally as God loves us. Matthew 25, 31-46, Jesus says, whatever you do for my brother, you do for me. He's reminding us to keep going out there and helping everyone that's lost or confused, just like Jesus found us when we were lost and confused. We also need to remember Matthew 7, 24 to 29. 24 to 29 talks about what kind of fruit do you want to bear. That's the key today. What kind of fruit do you bear? And then we have Matthew 25, 14 to 30, the one we just finished with today, was the talents. 
if you need to remember how important it is to use your talents, grab onto them and use them faithfully every single day. With that being said, I want to take us into Matthew 13, verses 31 to 47, so that we can discuss our faith levels. And here's what it says in, in God's Word this afternoon. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it's the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. And Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter hidden things in the creation of the world. And I'm sorry, that's verses 31 to 34, not 43. And I apologize for that. It's not 43, it's 33. My mistake. We always make those kind of mistakes when we're trying to put stuff together. So it's, it's verses 31 to 35. I'm going to black that out. It's 35 is the scripture. 31 to 35. With that being said, let's grab onto your faith level today. Let's find where your faith is. And I don't care how small it is or how big it is or if you're in the middle or you're in between. Faith is faith. First, Jesus wants to talk to us. And he's, why does he talk to us in parables? And a lot of people ask that question is why does Jesus teach in parables? Jesus teaches in parables so that Satan cannot find out what's being said to us. So that he can't come in and steal that word of God. He wants us to know that Satan cannot come in and take that word of God from our hearts. That is why Jesus teaches in these parables. He wants us also to realize that when we read a parable, do you ever get that feeling where a light bulb in your head goes off and you say, wow, why didn't I think of it like that? Well, that's why also Jesus teaches in parable. To get us to look at things more openly, more clearly. Step back and look at that bigger picture. Second, parables help us to rebate, uh, relate, I'm sorry, not rebate. Helps us to relate to those different situations in life. It is like a light bulb going off in your head. That is why, you know, we have that book of Proverbs in the Bible. Because Proverbs is like a light bulb. It breaks everything down into the daily things around us. And it puts it into a way for us to step back and say, wow, why did I do that? Or why didn't I do it that way? Or, or man, that's the right way to think about it. So with this being said, Jesus teaches us that we can all live together while being at different faith levels. That's why we have some people here, here, and here. Those with those strong faith levels are the ones that are going to help us to hold on to our faith, grab on to those times when storms come, and understand that they'll help us to get Jesus to calm every storm in our life, like it says in Matthew 8, 23 to 27. When Jesus was in the boat with the disciples, the, water, the waves were coming into the boat, and the disciples thought that boat was going to uh, sink, and Jesus stood up, opened his arms, and the storms calmed. That's what Jesus is trying to get us to do. With our faith, no matter how big or how small, things will happen if we believe. Now, because we're all at different levels of faith does not mean that we're still not equals. Because we are. 
Because when we walk correctly with Jesus, we are supposed to learn from each other. And that's the key. <clears throat> Realizing today that our faith is what helps us to grow in a community. Helps us to grow together as one. No longer two, three, four, but one. And we need to remember that as we come together as one, our bodies is God's temple. It's not that church building. It's us. It's us that makes the church. Faith levels are just places where we are with God. Some people are really strong in their walk. Some are mediocre. Some talk to Him. Some don't. And that's where God gives us Jesus Christ to teach us that even though we have that call, those kinds of times, it teaches us through His Word how to let Jesus and let God be our only shepherds, like it says in John 10, 1 to 21. Let them in. Listen to their voice. Listen to the Word. Faith levels are just different places where we walk with God. Maybe we're he hearing God's word for the very first time. And all of a sudden, you, you hear that word for the first time, and you get excited, and you say, man, I want more of that. Or a topic comes up that fits your day when you were struggling with something, and it gives you that outlook. That's one level of faith. Or maybe we've been walking with Jesus for a while, and we just started to, to learn how to apply that word of God to our daily lives. We're learning how to take every scripture. That's why I write everything down for you. So that these scriptures help you to apply them. Everyday living to every scripture that's on here. To help you to realize that God is ready to be your father. Your teacher. Your healer. Your counselor. Your all. Or we've been just living for Jesus our whole lives. You know, and, and that's the beautiful part. is people. Those kind of people are very fortunate to grow up from childhood and have that kind of faith all the way into their 50s, 60s, and 70s. That's beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. But they also need to remember how important it is to open up their hearts and their minds to the new believers too. That's why Jesus constantly reminds us to walk by faith, not by sight. Look at what's on the inside, not what's on the outside. God and Jesus do not care where our faith is, as long as we have faith. Amen? Shout that amen today, because it doesn't matter where your faith is or how much faith you have as long as you have it. You believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And if you believe that, we get God's promise in John 3.16. It says that if we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we will not perish. We will have eternal life. And the beautiful part with that is, if God's making that kind of promise to us, He always keeps His word, Psalms 145.9. When you let God and Jesus be your only shepherds, John 10, 1 to 21, that you're only listening to the Word of God. You're listening to God through devotional books. You're listening to Him and trying to be still to hear Him in your prayers. Make sure your heart's in the right motives. Has the full of the right motives, like it says in John 4, John, James 4, 3. Plus, not only do we let Jesus and God be our shepherds, but remember the scripture in, in John 15, 1-17, where it says, Jesus is the vine, and we're the branches. So if we're not producing love, and we're not showing strong faith, those are the areas in our lives, like we trim our bushes and our flowers and our gardens so that things grow strong. If we're the branches, Jesus gives us an opportunity to prune those areas where we're not living in strong faith. Prune them. And that's what it's all about on our daily walk with Christ, especially realizing that our faith can be as small as a mustard seed, is that where we're not producing, we prune those areas so that we can grow. That's the best part. Today Jesus comes 
and he compares faith to a mustard seed because that small seed grows into a large tree. And then Jesus also used the parable where the woman cooks with the yeast to make the bread. That's how that bread rises. Well, there's where your faith rises. If you're mixing God's word into your life, guess what's going to happen? You're going to raise in faith. Just like that flour and the yeast mixed together make a huge loaf of bread to feed the family and friends and loved ones. Jesus uses that to teach us that it doesn't matter. And realize that that small seed that turns in, that mustard seed turns into a tree, that's reminding us that God's opening up that tree for us to come and perch under it during those rough times or times where we feel lost or confused or hurting. The birds of the air need shelter and he comes and he, he takes care of them. Just like he takes care of those birds of the air, he's going to take care of us too. Amen? That's the part we have to grab onto today. And the reason that Jesus teaches us this today is so that we know that God is always with us no matter what. And Deuteronomy 31.6 reminds us, God will never leave us nor forsake us. That's what Jesus is teaching us today. That's why he said it don't matter where your faith level is. Jesus wants us to live every day walking by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5.7 If you're not walking by faith and you're walking by sight, that means you're walking with blinders on. And the only thing you see is right in front of you. Jesus encourages us today about our faith. He's reminding us that if you have faith, take the blinders off. So that you can see things through God's eyes, not this crazy world's eyes that we live in today. Jesus also wants us to live every day with strength and courage, knowing that God has our back. Psalms 105.4 says, seek God's face with strength and courage. Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14 also tells us that if we want to find that courage and live with courage, it's time to press on. Leave the past in the past. Philippians 3, 13-14 says it's time to press on. You cannot change what you did yesterday or what you said. We definitely don't know what tomorrow brings, but we can live today as if it was our last day. And if we live today as if it's our last day, I guarantee we're going to do everything in the right way. Loving, speaking, caring, being still, listening to God's word. Why? Because don't we all want to go home and be with God one day, like it said in Psalms 90, our days are numbered. Amen? That's the key today. Jesus teaches us in these parables today that we need to not let no one, nobody, come in and steal our faith from us. Every time you hear Satan on your left side in your ear telling you God's not listening, resist him. I resist you, Satan. God hears me. He's listening. He may not answer right away, but he's going to answer me. Resist him, like it says in James 4, 7. Because eventually Satan's going to get tired of listening to you say, I resist you, I resist you, I resist you, and he's going to walk away. Plus, with that kind of faith you need with your faith, you need to realize that with faith, God is bigger than any person, place, or thing. He's bigger than anyone. He's our creator. He made this earth in six days and rested on the seventh. That's in Genesis 1. Genesis 2 he created Adam and Eve, and we're Adam and Eve's offspring. So we belong to God. He's bigger than any person, any place, or anything. And the only people that we have to answer to is our loved ones, our spouses, and God. God first, of course, always. God does not make junk. It doesn't matter where your faith is. Don't listen to those people that are judging you because of your faith level. Let it go. That's Satan trying to throw a stumbling block in front of you. 
Second, God always keeps his word. Psalms 145.9. If you listen to the promises that he has from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelations, he always keeps his word. Psalms 46.10 backs it up because it says, Be still and know that God is your God. Be still. Listen to that word. Let it sink in. Let it come into your body, your soul, your heart, your mind. And Isaiah 41.10 reminds us, Do not fear anything because God's with you. If you're not feeling them, call on them. And I guarantee you'll feel this touch. You'll feel that hair in the back of your neck stand up. That's God letting you know he's with you. <clears throat> Third, when things arise in your daily lives, keep asking, seeking, knocking. Matthew 7, 7 to 12. Keep asking and you shall receive. Seeking you find and knocking at the door will be open to you. How about Jeremiah 1, verse 4 to 19? You don't have the words to speak? Stop dead in your tracks wherever you are, in the car, walking, sitting, watching TV, laying in bed, and you're asking God for words. Jeremiah 1, verses 4 to 19 says, Ask God for the words, and he will place them on your lips. Matthew 8, 23 to 27, is that you need to keep asking Jesus to calm the storms as they arise so that they don't turn into huge storms that destroy you. And that's in Matthew 8, 23 to 27. And never... With holding on to your faith, always trust God and His Son, Jesus Christ. 37, Psalms 37, 1-40. <clears throat> now many ask, why did Jesus compare our faith to a mustard seed and yeast? Because the mustard seed grows into a huge tree for us to find that refuge. Because when you have faith, don't you find refuge? When you have faith to know that God loves you, don't you find peace, understanding, encouragement, hope, love? Aren't you able to withstand storms, judgment, sickness, death, and so on? God always shows us the light. John, Jesus always said in John 8, 32, He is the truth and the light of the world. Faith, it reminds us that we will always have God's grace. If we let Jesus Christ be our personal Lord and Savior, and we keep listening to Him and walking by faith and not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, God gives us His free gift. And that free gift is grace. That grace is not earned, it's not bought, it's given to us when we take Jesus into our hearts. That's God's, God's grace, if no one knows what that means. It means that we always have God's love and protection. As long as you live for Jesus, you have God's grace. As long as you let the Word of God into your life and you let it be your life manuscript, you have God's grace. The yeast is the bread that shows us we will always have God because He's always with us. Do not fear nothing, Isaiah 41.10. Jesus wants you to know that not only do we have shelter from that mustard seed that grows into a huge tree, but we also have enough of everything to eat, to drink, and to live. That's why it says, trust the Lord, Psalms 37, 1-4. God provides. Trust Him. Believe Him. God will always show you someone that can help you. That's why He shows us that we can have all we need. In Exodus 16, verses 1-36, to when, when the Israelites were with Moses in the desert, and they didn't have any food to eat, and they opened up their hearts, and they opened up their minds, and they went into prayer, and God had manna fall from the ground. He had the quail on the ground where they were able to have meat. And when they didn't have water, God told Moses to put the spigot in the rock. And all of a sudden when he did that, water came from the rock. 
He showed them the promised land. Just like he's trying to show us today that whatever faith level we have, we have the promised land. Because as long as we build our faith here on earth, we always have a place with God the Father in heaven. Jesus teaches us today that our faith is very precious. And that we shall never let anyone take it, and we should not ever lose it. Amen? With that being said, listen to that and digest it today. I don't want to overfill your mind, but listen to the scriptures today. Let's close in prayer. Father God, I pray today you touch all my brothers and sisters out there watching this video. I pray right now that they are health, heartfelt knowing that it doesn't matter where their faith is. That you will help them, you will lead them, you will protect them, you'll feed them, you'll clothe them. May they just trust you today. May the power of that Holy Spirit be laid upon them right now as I'm praying. And may your will fall upon them, Father God. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6, 9-15. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.